to her and hearing her criticisms about some of the operation during the <laughs> no. game. <laughs> you know, it would have been nice if this happened. Does she does she offer her various opinions well, on it? Well, is, this the way, is this the way the lighting should be? I don't know. I don't know. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 13 on this rainy Thursday morning. How'd the state dinner go? Was that uh, the fancy affair? Oh, yes, please. They had it. <laughs> Tell me something funny happened. Um, oh, well, come on. So the B-52s were there for the White House. The band? State dinner with the Prime Minister of Australia. Yeah, so the band was actually supposed to play, which would have been awesome if you think about it, if they would have like played like dinner music. <laughs> this isn't the dinner music. Actually, so no, they didn't play. Uh, they were going to, but they didn't. B-52s were there, but they didn't play because, okay, well, there's a situation taking place overseas right now with Israel and Hamas and everything going on there. So they didn't feel it was proper to do that. Wanted to tone down the party yeah. atmosphere so a they bit. Still okay. had they still had the party. Here's how it sounded. <laughs> Some of the dinner mood music there. Is that actually from the- That's from oh, it, yes. <laughs> this is real. The B-52 stuff. Sounds very fancy. Yeah, so it was nice. Anyway, so why have this at all, right? Why have this knowing what's happening overseas? Why have a, a lux, you know, luxurious party with the Prime Minister of Australia? Well, Ashley Ropper, she's with Network 10 in Australia. Here's what she had to say when she was asked about it. A week ago before we left Australia, there was a lot of conversations really in the press gallery in Canberra was that we don't think we're going on this trip. This trip is going to be cancelled, but... It wasn't cancelled. The, the Americans really wanted to push ahead with this trip. And look, and I think a lot of that comes down to China. Yes, China has something to do with that. What could happen in China? Australia going to be in China here. The prime minister is actually heading there next week. That's why America wanted to talk to him. Going to need to have you swing by here yes, first. Real quick, please. Great deal of the history of our world will be written in the Indo-Pacific in the coming years. Australia and the United States must, must write that story together. And that is why they still had their state dinner. And we last wrote night. it last night, and <laughs> right? right after dinner. Say hi to President G for us. Sports is up next. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. A potentially major developing story for Milwaukee baseball. The Brewers granting the New York Mets permission to interview manager Craig Council for their open spot. According to Will Salmon from The Athletic, the Cleveland Guardians also requested permission to interview the Brewers manager. Council's contract with Milwaukee is set to expire on Tuesday, October 31st. Over to basketball, where tonight is finally the night. Bucks fans, Milwaukee getting set to tip their season off with the visiting Philadelphia 76ers from Pfizer Forum. According to head coach Adrian Griffin, all of the Bucks' big three are expected to play tonight. Bucks big man Bobby Portis speaking before the season began on the new season and the new challenge in Milwaukee. Really, uh, obviously, it's a new year. Um, every year in NBA is different. Uh, every year is going to test you in a different way. Um, every team is different that you play on. Um, you know, and when you go into the season, you kind of don't know what to expect. Um, you know, it's just you know a lot thrown at you. Obviously, 18 games you're going to have, and uh, I'm just excited. You know, for the journey in, in general. Uh, 
coverage of tonight's game will begin right here on WTMJ starting at 6 p.m. The Green Bay Packers are just days away from their Week 8 matchup with the Minnesota Vikings. The team's first injury report of the week came out on Wednesday. Tough news as usual for the Pack. Eric Stokes and Darnell Savage each heading to the injured reserve with their injuries. Aaron Jones, Josh Myers, and Luke Musgrave also not participating in practice on Wednesday. Head coach Matt LaFleur speaking on why Aaron Jones missed practice. Yeah, he, I mean, he's just a little bit sore, and as to be expected, um, you know, hopefully we can ramp him up and, you know, get a more uh, more snaps out there. On the plus side of injury news for the Packers, Jair Alexander, Christian Watson, and, all, and Elton Jenkins all returned. The Packers offense will have its work cut out for themselves once again come Sunday. Jordan Love speaking at his locker post-practice on facing an upcoming defense in Minnesota that has blitzed 50 more times than any other team in the NFL. You know, I haven't really faced a defense uh, like Minnesota, you know, the way they, they run it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's something that, you know, you've got to have a good plan for going into it. Um, you got to have a good week of practice, you know, understanding the plan, understand where you want to go when they do bring those blitzes um, and certain looks and um, just go out there and, on game day and execute. But really, I mean, it's about getting the ball to our playmakers and, uh, you know, letting them, you know, make plays, make people miss, things like that. The pack will be out back out on the practice field later today with an injury report to shortly follow. As Brandon said, the Bucks tip off the new season tonight at Pfizer Forum. We'll talk live with Bucks president Peter Fagan next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Bucks tip off the season tonight at Pfizer Forum. 6.30 tip against the Philadelphia 76ers. 6 o'clock broadcast time. Actually, Wisconsin's Afternoon News is live at Pfizer Forum. That's right. So full pregame mode beginning at 3 this afternoon. Actually, we're in the pregame. Pregame's right yeah, now. just started. WTMJ, of course, your home for the Milwaukee Bucks. And happy to be joined this morning live on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline by Bucks President Peter Fagan. Morning, Peter. Vince, what's going on? How are you? Hey, I, I've seen you on TV this morning. You got this really cool-looking Bucks, like bowling-style shirt. Uh, well, how do you, you know? I, they asked me to go on TMJ. I said, "Sure, I'm, I'm happy to be with Vince." And then all of a sudden, I forgot you weren't there, and I, I, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> how do you think you look in that shirt? I think I look a little thick. thick. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have said that. No, it's, it's a good-looking shirt. <laughs> hey, man, seriously, I want to start with you on this. You got global superstar Giannis Antetokounmpo just signed a contract extension that he didn't have to sign, much less sign it now, and it will keep him in Milwaukee until near the end of the decade. Giannis, you know, such high praise for Milwaukee and the Bucks organization. So, Peter, let me play this, just a short clip from Giannis the other day. You were there for me in the beginning. I'm there for you for the rest of the our lifetime, you know, and for the, the Milwaukee Bucks organization, they've been there with me uh, since the beginning. They changed my life. They changed my family life. So it's one of the biggest star athletes on the planet Earth, Peter. That makes me feel good hearing that, and I got nothing to do with any of this. How does hearing that make you feel? Yeah, I mean, there's a sense of pride. There's a sense of love. I mean, we've all kind of grown up together. I think, like, what a testament, you know, to this organization, to the city, to the state, to, like, all Buck fans. I mean, this is like pure Giannis. I mean, this is what makes him like one of a kind and really special. I mean, when, when this happened this week, I mean, I, 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 I was trying to think of words to tell my mother and I was just telling her, I was like joyful, you know, it's just so rare to have this happen in any, in any instance, you know, professionally sports, it, it's very, very, very special. Hey, Peter, it's Eric. So opening night is tonight. So what duties do you have? Do you get to just sit and eat popcorn and watch the game? Or do you have to, like, rub elbows with investors, maybe even help with drinks and whatnot? Like, what, what do you have to do? 
Yeah, I think all of the above. I think like what people, you know, kind of I always have to remind everybody internally is like, surprise, we're in the hospitality business. You know, so this yeah. is this is hospitality 101. This is like making sure your preparation is this place is this place is 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 on on par to be the best fan experience possible, making sure we're operating well. Certainly, like, you know, we've got our fans, we've got our ownership, we've got uh, we've got our employees to kind of think about. And then, you know, of course, I have my mother in town today, so I'm sure I'll be tending to her and hearing her criticisms about some of the operation during the <laughs> game. <laughs> you know, it would have been nice if this happened. Does she, does she offer her various opinions well, on it? <laughs> is, this the way, is this the way the lighting should be? I don't know. I don't know. The music, music is awfully loud, awfully loud. You don't think it's disturbing to some people? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, listen, we all got a mom. Yeah. I, got, I get it too yeah. on the show. Now, you had this. She wants to know about everybody behind the scenes. Now, what about this person? Is, is she nice, like for real, in real life? Does she, she's got to ask about the players. Is this one nice? Is he nice? Yeah, I mean, she's got the luck of kind of meeting a bunch of these guys and 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 kind of and getting to know them and having like some meals. So she's, I mean, she's still over the moon and and she uh, she airs always on the side of she loves them all, you know, because they're all they're all the Bucks players. So um, yeah, I mean, she's very curious. She's uh, she, just like every mother. And and what do you think she meant when she said that? And why why are they doing that? You know, but uh, overall, she's she's about. 110% like encouraging and positive. When thinking of star power, like one of the big stories we've been following in sports lately is Taylor Swift showing up at all these games for yeah. Kansas City and all that. Uh, do you typically, if you know some big timer is going to be in the house, do you typically get a heads up on that? Yeah, no question. Because we get ahead on a bunch of levels. Like one is like the basics of safety, security, and kind of logistics. The other is like how do we want to use it, you know, to leverage? Because like, listen, by association, we know how brands and impressions and and kind of things move everybody. And then you know, how do we really make the most of it uh, when they're here? So it's such a. I mean, like if you're looking at this Taylor Swift, you know what what this has done. For Kansas City, it's kind of insane. You know, their their social following has has doubled with non football fans. You couldn't make it up. That's awesome. Best of luck on the new season, Peter. Once again, yeah, WTMJ. Yeah. We're so proud to be associated with you and the organization to be uh, your home for the Milwaukee Bucks. And looking for a long ride once again. Awesome. Well, listen tonight on TMJ and go Bucks. Go Bucks. Thanks, Peter. Bucks President Peter Fagan live with us. And by the way, we'll have a five Q. Very special NBA edition 5Q next hour. Want to get you the latest on what's happening in Maine right now. A massive manhunt underway for an armed and dangerous killer. This guy identified as Robert Card, a 40-year-old. They believe he has a history of military service, a firearms instructor, recently spent a couple of weeks at a mental health facility, allegedly hearing voices. And if it's the same guy, they believe he also shot up several people in multiple places. Multiple the first 911 call coming in around 7 p.m. from a local bowling alley hosting a youth night for kids bowling league. Authorities releasing surveillance images showing the suspected gunman armed with a rifle where he began his killing spree. The suspect then traveling about four miles to the second shooting scene at a local bar and restaurant. Dozens injured. It's ABC's Whit Johnson. Yeah, at that bowling alley, it was like youth night where they have leagues and sometimes you go in there and you finish your league if or uh, you go in and bowl by yourself because you can't make it on league night or whatever. So there's a bunch of kids there. Kids were all over the place. Yeah, uh, this girl talking to ABC. I never thought I'd grow up and 
get a bullet in my leg and it's just like like why like why do people yeah. do this zoe hutchinson she was shot in the leg as of now, there are multiple people injured in hospitals in Maine. The police presence surrounding the hospital, a number of law enforcement vehicles and several officers with long guns waiting at the entrance. So anybody who tries to get into the hospital is going to have to stop and check in with them first. And in the area, of course, that shelter in place order still in effect. Officials are urging all non-essential personnel to stay home. We do expect to hear from Maine officials around 930 Central Time. I think they're going to hold an update. So as of now, no word on where this Robert Card is. And we're seeing... Uh, a variety of different numbers of the dead, um, at least 16, it sounds like. We've seen that number go up and down. So as of now, you know, I don't know if it's worth saying a number and then having right. that change, but it's at least 16 killed. And that happens because it's still a fluid situation. Right. What law enforcement is most occupied on right now is finding this yes, guy. catching the guy. And making sure there's no further damage done. So, right, that's why those numbers tend to slide of like... Whoa. People who are in positions of authority who would give us those numbers are pretty busy right. trying to make sure that this situation is uh, brought to a close. This news report brought to you by Steinhoffels. Visit them at steinhoffels.com. 1043 Wisconsin's morning news. Hey, Deb, are you still back there? Can I, I bring am. you back of in? Of course on this? I am. Okay, right. Just, uh, yeah, not a, not a real good situation. If you're northbound into the city from the south side, so the ramp that's closed is if you want to continue north on I-43, is that right? Yeah, pretty okay. much. And they're doing um, what with you? They are diverting you off onto 94 westbound from what I can see on the cameras. Right. They're just, uh, you'll be having to take that ramp. Looks like there might have been a couple of semis involved with this. Um, it's kind of hard yeah. to tell because the rain is messing up the camera a bit. But um, it's going to be there for a while. That's why they had to close it off completely. So um, big old headache. Um, part of the issue also... Also, um, which isn't really going to be affecting you that much, they said that they cleared the accident at Michigan's off-ramp, which is basically in the same spot where the yeah, accident yeah. is. So um, that's just something to keep in mind. Northbound 43, not where you want to be this morning. Now, if you want to head downtown, can you still go eastbound on 794? Can you, you know, yes. take the, like the Plankington? Or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah, I'm seeing cars go through there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can do that. Um, but my suggestion would be to take the lovely scenic route along the lakefront. That would be okay. your best bet at this point. Much um, Drive uh, by the you. way, wet roads, I know the sun's up, but you want to make sure you have your headlights on, not the daytime running lights. you got to have the headlights on, all because that's what turns on your taillights, and it's all about visibility. Debbie's on top of this in the Johnson & Sons Paving Time Saver Traffic Center. Brandon's got sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Green Bay Packers will welcome in Minnesota Vikings on Sunday for a Week 8 divisional crap. Clash. The Vikings are winners of their last two games. The Packers, losers of three straight. Head coach Matt LaFleur on facing the Vikings and why he thinks Kirk Cousins is playing like one of the best in the NFL. Dude, I always think he's in the zone. So it's important to to try to apply pressure to him, um, make him move around in the pocket. And you got to have sticky coverage on the on the back end. It all works hand in hand. But Kirk is a guy that he can make any throw, and he's 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 proven it. He's done a great job. I think he's playing as good as anybody right now. The Packers will head into Week Eight without starting safety Darnell Savage as well as cornerback Eric Stokes. Both of those players were put on injured reserve on Wednesday. On the other side of the ball, the Packers' offense, no secret, has been struggling as of late. Rookie wide receiver Jaden Reed telling reporters on Wednesday that the skill players held a meeting this week to try and figure out the offense. Yes, we're all together. You know, we, we met as a group um, yesterday or two days ago. We met as a group. 
to say what we see on the film and we all watched it together and we watched it and everybody is looking at it from the same eyes. So I think that was really good that we did that this week. And uh, that's just going to help us tremendously going out there on Sunday competing as a group. Week 8 of the season will kick off tonight with Tampa Bay visiting Buffalo. The Milwaukee Brewers have granted the New York Mets permission to interview manager Craig Council for their vacant managerial spot. Council's contract with the Brew Crew is all set to expire on October 31st. According to Will Salmon from The Athletic, the Cleveland Guardians also expected to make a push to land the Brewers' manager. And lastly, the Milwaukee Bucks will tip off their season tonight at Pfizer Forum against the 76ers. Bucks president Peter Fagan joined WTMJ earlier this morning, sharing his thoughts and the extension of Giannis in Milwaukee. There's a sense of pride. There's a sense of love. I mean, we've all kind of grown up together. I think, like, what a testament, you know, to this organization, to the city, to the state, to, like, all Buck fans. I mean, this is, like, pure Giannis. I mean, this is what makes him, like, one of a kind and really special. I mean, when, when this happened this week, I mean, you know, it's just so rare to have this happen in any in any instance, you know, professionally, sports. It, it's very, very, very special. Buck Sixers tip-off. Office set for seven tonight. Our Bucks coverage will begin right here on WTMJ starting at 6 p.m. Hey, I forgot to remind you. Do you have trivia today? Is that today? It's Thursday. Yeah, we're good to go. <laughs> I'm always ready. <laughs> All right. Trivia with Tausch is coming up next. I need a player. 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talk and text line. 855-616-1620. Call at number five. Plays trivia with Tausch next. It's the most important pick you'll make all week. Who are you going to pick? This guy? Horses, soldiers. So. Like this guy. Good looking butt. Or him. Are we basically crowdsourcing to get Vince a win? <laughs> the choice is yours. It's time for Trivia with Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mark Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. Morning, Tausch. Good morning, fellas. Brandon? I just read, uh, before we get to trivia, I just read Brandon's piece. Where are we at with the Craig Council scenario here? Are we okay if we lose Council over a couple million bucks from the Brewer's standpoint? Man, my, my lens on it is where we were kind of yesterday and having thought about it as well, that why wouldn't you do your due diligence if you're Craig Council? Just because you're taking these interviews doesn't mean you don't that doesn't mean you want to leave. It just means you want to set your yeah. market rate. You want to hear what the other guys have to say. Sure. So I'm, I'm saying, saying Tausch, question. Tausch, if he leaves, yep. it's not because of money. Yep. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. And I think he's taking the Brewers as far as, as they can go with what he's been given. Yeah, it's, uh, I just read your piece. That's, that's, the, that's what I learned from reading it. But are we going to be okay if it's council would have loved to have stayed, but the Brewers didn't want to pay the extra million and a half bucks? Mm. No, that I'm not okay with. Mm-mm. If the Brewers have said this is our okay. guy and it comes down to a few million dollars, no, then I'm not okay well, with that. If have, both sides say yeah, let's we've move heard on and try Matt, something else. Okay. Yeah, we've heard Matt Arnold. Everybody has said Council's our guy, right? That's been well documented. Right. So yeah, I would, I'll be curious. It's going to be uh, it's going to be fascinating to see if he ends up going to the Mets, and if he does, and it's because of money. I, I'm assuming he'll take the high road, but it's going to be a, it'll be an interesting here scenario to watch because there's other jobs open, and is he using that to leverage? Which I don't have any problem with. But if the Brewers don't want to do it, I think there'll be a lot of uh, 
There'd be a lot of questions as far as where we're at. Manager Ron Renicky. Well, right, yeah. <laughs> Almost worse, Tausch, to me would be, no, I didn't leave for the money. I left for other reasons. Whoa, what are those other reasons? Ooh. Yeah. Right? That would be worse. Without knowing what those reasons are. <laughs> Ron yeah. Renicky. Who Out else to the mound? I hope it's all just fodder here and we yes. are talking next week that he's managing again, even though Brandon thinks he's run its what did he's run its course or how did you how did you phrase it? Yeah, he's Brandon? maximized. I mean you can only do so much with the resources you're given. So this is as good as a couple plays away from a couple World Series in, in twenty eighteen. Yeah, it's probably Davy Lopes now making right. a call to the bullpen. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> all right, we promised trivia, so let me bring Mike in here. Mike with <laughs> us from Franklin this morning. Morning, Mike. Good morning. Okay, you got to pick Tausch, Eric, or me to get the question right, or say Brandon stumps us all. Who's it going to be? Uh, I'm going to pick Brandon Stump Snide. Oh, Brandon, Brandon Stump Snide. Oh, new nickname. Stumpy. What's up, Stumps? <laughs> Stumpy. <laughs> Mike's provided new gloss. Hey, Stumpy. Right, Mike. I think that's the first one for yeah, me. Good job. All right, Stumpy. All right, we'll look at, uh, real quick before we start, your guys' neighborhood celebrating Halloween. Is it? Trick or treating this week, or is it is it on Halloween? No, we're Sunday. Sunday You're on Halloween. On Halloween, us too. We're Halloween. Yeah, me too. Okay, so some neighborhoods though are set to begin celebrating Halloween starting this weekend on Saturday. My question to all of you: What state is home to the first ever citywide Halloween celebration? What state is home to the first ever Halloween celebration? I'm gonna just guess. I think it's Maine. Maine is incorrect. You just took a one in fifty. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I, I like that. that. I like that thought of northeast. Yeah, east coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah northeast sense. witch trials. Yeah. Like I just Same. started throwing everything together. It $1, made sense. On double zero. All right, I appreciate it. All right, Tauscher out. All right, so you want to? I'm guessing you want a hint. I'll take the first clue at all. This state is home to the only stadium in the country to host a World Series, a Super Bowl. And an NCAA Final Four basketball championship. Okay, I'm going to chime in. Louisiana. Indiana? Yeah. Incorrect. Louisiana. Louisiana, incorrect. Mm. Oh, big winner today. (laughs) Actually, I should have let strategic All right, what's the next hint? Just for funsies, Brandon, what's the next hint? This state is also home to the largest indoor amusement park. Minnesota. You just had to wait. Damn it. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, at the Minnesota, Minnesota's right? the inventor of Halloween. <laughs> that's what we learned today. <laughs> you got to oh, be Ragnar. good for something. Ragnar's a Halloween <laughs> cousin. That's right. Oh, God. Well, all right, Mike. Uh, you win. It's a good W for Mike. Did you know that the popular game, the Oregon Trail, was also invented in Minnesota? You would have thought maybe but, Oregon. Right? I would have thought maybe Oregon. <laughs> yeah, I would have guessed Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> See, that'd be a great... There's another stumper. You should have saved that one, Stumpy Schneid. Well, that's why he's the stumper. That's yeah. right. Stumpy, you old rascal. <laughs> Stumpy. <laughs> Hang on the line here, Mike. We'll provide uh, a prize package for you with pancake. Dallas, we'll talk again tomorrow. Appreciate you. All right. See you guys. I'm